Hello, it's AJ, and welcome to the D Plus Club, where I bring you the latest news and rumours from the last week in Disney Plus. I cover what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK, and we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. Last week we covered the movie The Good Dinosaur. That episode, along with all previous episodes, are available now on all major podcasting platforms, including probably whichever one you're listening on right now. And for this last week's movie, we've been watching the film The One and Only Ivan. Well, so I'll get back to that a little bit later in the show. How's everyone been doing this past week? I've had a week off from work and it's been really nice to just relax and chill out and just just have some family time. Sometimes you just go long periods of time without any, you know, like proper family time, spending time with my wife and kids and things like that. And it was just really nice to just spend the week relaxing. And we did a lot of shopping and went to some local malls and just got things that we needed to get done or needed just needed to get. We're away next weekend, as I mentioned a few weeks back, so there won't be a podcast next weekend. So we just bought like clothes and new shirts and things like that that we just needed for going away to the wedding that we're going to. And we've just kind of been planning that and just kind of preparing for that. I'll have to whisper because the kids don't know, but we're actually going away for like five days or like two travel days really. But anyway, yeah, the the kids don't really know about it. We're going to kind of surprise them on the day that we're going away for a few days. It's the first time we've really properly gone away as a family, I think, in, oh, I can't remember when. I think the last time that we properly went away was actually not long after my son was born when we went to Florida and I can't think that we've been on any family trips since then and it's it's just gonna be really nice to be able to just get away for a little while especially after how this last uh, 18 months or so have been. The only thing that didn't really go to plan this last week was on Friday and it was Friday the 13th as well and I'll, I'll start by saying I'm not a superstitious person by any means. But it was Friday the 13th and everything seemed to be going well in the morning, just getting things done, did a bit of tidying around the house, this, that and the other, did some gardening and uh, all of a sudden my wife hears something outside in our back garden and we have a gazebo that covers our pool and things like that and she just hears something outside and we think nothing of it and we have some weights on the gazebo that covers the pool but uh, she hears something. So we go out and we see that the gazebo is upside down over the wall against the neighbor's tree in their back garden Uh, we had a look on our security cameras later and it wasn't actually that that made the noise we still don't know what made the noise but yeah our gazebo is now completely wrecked it's bent some of the uh, like support bars have completely snapped there is a hole piercing through the gazebo like tarp itself yeah it's a complete mess i bought some tape to attempt to be able to fix it however I can't imagine that it's going to like fix it. It just looks terrible. But I'll give it a go and see how uh, how it turns out. I might post some pictures if I actually actually get anywhere with it. It's it's awful. <laughs> I can't imagine that I'm going to be able to fix it. That's just going to be like two hundred pounds just down the drain. I think. Speaking of photos, actually, I actually had a bit of a struggling day yesterday. It was the 13th anniversary of my mother passing away uh, she passed away from uh, cancer uh, back in 2008 and uh, just this time of year is always really difficult I used to book it off from work it just so happened that I'd booked it off from work this year 
But yeah, I, I was really struggling this year. Just uh, emotions running wild, I think, and uh, just wishing that she could be here to see my wife and kids and this, that, and the other. It's just, it's the same every year. This last 13 years, whenever this day rolls around, or even this week rolls around, it's just always a really tough time bringing up all of those memories. I have lots and lots of wonderful memories with my mum, and that's what makes it even harder as well. Uh, so yeah, I mean, thankfully I do have lots of photos of her and I've digitised some videos recently of like some old holidays and things like that and those have been really nice to go back and look at so uh, yeah, if if I seem a little bit down at some points that could be why but uh, yeah, I mean pop over to my socials and you'll be able to see some photos that I posted of my mum over on there you can find me over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, which is plus the word plus, of course. But apart from that, we've not really been doing much else, really. We've just, like I say, we've just been relaxing, preparing for going away this next weekend and, uh, yeah, just chilling out. Uh, this last couple of days, of course, I've been preparing to be able to go back to work. So I've got to go back to work for five days, five days this next week. And uh, then the following week, I'm only in work for two days. And then it also so happens that it's a bank holiday the weekend after that. So uh, I'm, I'm going to have a three-day weekend that weekend and then a four-day week the week after. So I'm not going to have any like full weeks at work after this week for a couple of weeks. So uh, it'll be quite nice to be able to have some more family time. Hopefully you've all had a good week, though. Drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club and let me know how you've been doing. Now, though, it's time for the news. Let's start with some interesting news surrounding the second anniversary of Disney Plus, which is actually coming up later this year. At an investor's call this past week, Disney announced that to mark the anniversary, they will have a Disney Plus Day on November 12th. It's not yet known exactly what will be included in the November 12th event. However, it's anticipated that we'll see announcements for new series or series renewals, and most likely some trailers for some highly anticipated series that are coming up soon, or second seasons, third seasons, and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm hoping for some maybe a trailer for the upcoming Book of Boba Fett series, which will be starting later this year and things like that. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this and uh, I'm looking forward to finding some more information about this closer to the time as well. So as soon as I find out anything more about this, I'll be sure to let you know. On the same call, it was announced that Disney Plus now has a total of 116 million global subscribers. Those are some huge numbers from Disney and much higher than what they anticipated with the original launch of Disney Plus by now. Of course, they've revised their numbers since then, of course, but these are absolutely massive numbers for a relatively new streaming service and are much higher than other newer competitors, such as Apple TV Plus. Although I think Apple TV Plus theoretically has a lot of subscribers because they give a year with like, every new purchase of an iPhone or an iPad or basically any apple product with a screen where you can watch it and we really enjoy apple tv plus actually there's some really good content on there and me and my wife are hoping to watch a film called coda at some point this next week that looks really good as well but anyway i'm <laughs> moving away from disney plus i'm sorry uh but on that same investors call they also announced that the home alone film which is actually being made for disney plus which will now be titled home sweet home alone 
will also launch on the same day as the Disney Plus Day, which is on November 12th. We did get to see some photos of some of the cast that are going to be in that project, but I am actually hoping that we get to see a trailer at some point soon as well. So I'm looking forward to that. I always like watching Christmas films towards like the middle of November and things. So this is actually going to be released around a perfect time for when I usually start to watch Christmas films. And anyone who's been following the Weekly Movie Club since I debuted it, uh, or more than 12 months ago, 18 months or more ago, will know that I always include some Christmas films around that sort of time of year as well. So I'll be looking forward to covering those. In fact, when I do cover Christmas films, I can guarantee that the very first Christmas film that I'll be covering will be The the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen. It's always a tradition that I watch that as my very first Christmas film of the year. So uh, yes, I will uh, keep you updated as to when we'll be starting to watch Christmas films later in the year. Moving along though, this past week, alongside the start of Walt Disney World's Boo Bash Halloween celebration, we saw the release of some photos for the upcoming special, Muppets Haunted Mansion. And also the bags actually at the Boo Bash event included a poster for the special, which I found really interesting, especially as we've not actually seen an official poster release yet online for the film. But we did, of course, like I say, get these photos and we've previously seen the logo as well. But I'm really looking forward to this and I hope we find out more about this soon. Hulu and Disney's Star Service also released the cast list for the upcoming How I Met Your Father series, which will star Hilary Duff. Joining the series will be Francesca Razor. I'm not sure how to say it. You know how bad I am with names by now. Tom Ainsley, Teen Tran and Shiraj Sharma. Hulu also announced that the Girl Meets World star Rowan Blanchard will star in an as-yet-untitled film for Hulu. The film centres on Paige, an aspiring artist who is forced to join her high school track team, using it as an opportunity to pursue the girl she's been harbouring a long-time crush on. Later, though, she finds herself falling for an unexpected teammate, only then discovering what love really feels like. This actually sounds like a really interesting project, actually. I've not really followed much of her work, but me and my wife did watch the Girl Meets World series as I I really enjoyed Boy Meets World growing up, and it it was just a natural sequel to that series. And uh, yeah, I've not really followed much of her work since then, so it'll be interesting to see some more information about this as it becomes available. And I probably look forward to watching it once it's out as well. It was also announced this past week that the upcoming series Only Murderers in the Building, which is due to debut on Tuesday, August 31st, will actually launch with three episodes on its first day, with new episodes following weekly after that. We also got treated to a new trailer for the upcoming series, which actually looks really good. And I think this this will probably be a series that me and my wife will probably sit down on an evening and watch throughout the week, much like we've been doing with things like Turner and Hooch and things like that. But it, it looks really good, and I'm really looking forward to uncovering the mystery of only murderers in the building. So, uh, yeah. Stay tuned for more information, I suppose. Moving on to a little bit of Star Wars news now, though. I saw a rumour this past week, which was actually from The Hollywood Reporter, that Disney are currently looking to cast a live-action Sabine Wren, who we last saw in the Star Wars Rebels series. Of course, we've recently seen other news about a live-action Thrawn and also Ezra Bridger from the Rebels series, and it looks like we may be heading towards a live-action Rebels reunion in the upcoming Ahsoka series, which would be really awesome to be able to see, and I'm really... I've said it on a few occasions, I'm really looking forward to all of the Star Wars content that's coming to Disney+, Plus because I feel that they've really done well with expanding the Star Wars universe. I also saw a report from Superhero Hype earlier this week, that Taika Waititi's upcoming Star Wars film is still in development, 
There hasn't been much news about it since about May of 2020. However, during a recent interview, he stated that they have a story and that development is still in progress. So I'm really looking forward to being able to see this. He's a really good director, I think, and he's done really well recently with a lot of films. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing the project that he's able to bring to us. I'm looking forward to the other Star Wars films because we've got the Rogue Squadron film as well that's currently in development as well. So uh, yeah, lots of good Star Wars stuff on the horizon. Speaking of Horizons, I actually saw some aerial photos for the upcoming Star Wars Andor series, which has been filming in the UK this year. I actually saw some photos from the set that they've built in Buckinghamshire, and it's absolutely huge. It looks it looks awesome, and there's a lot of detail that's gone into this, including lots of different streets and uh, alleyways, and yeah, just lots of different, uh, I don't know, just a variety in this set, but it's all part of like a town, much like they did with The Mandalorian, and it's just... They've gone to a lot of effort for this series, and it's really shaping up to be just as good as the other content that they've been producing recently for Star Wars, and of course for Marvel as well. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing some more news about this. Maybe we'll see some more news about it on the Disney Plus day, so uh, let's cross our fingers for that one. Moving on though, Disney CEO Bob Chapek caused a little bit of backlash earlier this past week from the stars of the upcoming Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings film. He did confirm that the film is set for an exclusive theatrical release on September 3rd. However, his comments that it would be an interesting experiment when referring to its 45-day release schedule reportedly didn't go over too well with the cast as they were not happy with the film's release schedule being referred to as an experiment, especially considering the current rise in COVID cases in many states in the US. Bob did say that due to existing contracts, it's too late to change the release of the film, so we'll have to wait to see a little bit more on that. Although if the performance of other theatrical releases, such as Free Guy, is anything to go by, then I think the film will probably do pretty well in theatres. Speaking of Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds took to Twitter yesterday to confirm that Disney are officially interested in a sequel for the Free Guy film. I've not actually seen Free Guy yet. I'm not really comfortable with the idea of going to cinemas yet, especially with how cases are just all around the world, not just in the UK. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing it when it comes to Disney Plus or to iTunes or wherever I end up deciding to be able to buy it or watch it on a streaming service. So uh, yeah, it it looks like a really good film and I've been looking forward to it being released since it was very first announced actually. So uh, as soon as I do get to be able to see it, I'll give you my spoiler-free review. In more Marvel news, I did see a rumour earlier this past week that the What If director and executive producer... Brian Andrews made comments this past week about his eagerness for a live-action version of Captain Carter. He said, Get Hayley Atwell in a suit, give her her own franchise, and just have her blow down doors like hells to the air. I really enjoyed and loved the first episode of What If, and I'll talk about it a little bit more later when we talk about uh, what's been released this past week, but uh, I think that bringing Captain Carter into the live-action scene would be an awesome idea. And I think with the state of the MCU now, following the events of Loki, and I, I still don't want to give too many spoilers away for those who haven't seen it, with the state of the now multiverse in how it is, I couldn't rule out that we may see Captain Carter at some point on the big screen or in live action form. So uh, I'm crossing my fingers for this one because it would be awesome to be able to see this character. And I think that Hayley Atwell did an absolutely awesome job voicing this character and she more than has the ability to be able to bring this character to the big screen as well. So uh, let's cross our fingers that we may see more on this in the future. 
Staying on the Marvel news, though, Captain Marvel actress Brie Larson confirmed this past week that the upcoming The Marvels film has begun production, and that she said that the sets are, in her words, absolutely huge. So uh, that's another one that I'm really looking for. Just, I'm looking forward to all of the Star Wars and MCU content that's coming out on Disney+, Plus and also into theatres over the next, uh, well, for however long they're going to be releasing it for. I'm just a bit of a nerd and a geek, really, but uh, not in a bad way. I'm just really looking forward to these future projects that are coming up. So as soon as I find out any more information on these, I will be sure to let you know. Moving on to some other news, though. It was announced this past week that filming of the upcoming second season of Big Sky will be moving from Vancouver to New Mexico. Also, American Horror Stories has been renewed for a second season. And it was also announced that spin-offs or in-universe or side calls or however we want to word them american love story and american sports story were also in development as well so i'll be keeping an eye on those for any more information on it as they become available the actress who will be playing tiger lily in the upcoming peter pan and wendy film which will star jude law as hawk announced today that filming has wrapped on the upcoming live-action film, so it'll be interesting to see once we start seeing some more information on this. This will supposedly be released on Disney Plus sometime next year. And in two final bits of news, it was announced that Emma Stone has signed on for a potential Cruella sequel movie. And finally, it has been reported that following the lawsuit by Scarlett Johansson over the release of the Black Widow film, that Disney is now cutting ties with her over future projects, including the potential Tower of Terror movie. It's rumoured that the movie is still in the works, however a new lead actor or actress will now star in the project. And that's about it for the news this past week. What are you most excited for out of the news from this past week in Disney Plus? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D Plus Club. I'm going to take a brief break now, but I'll be back after this message. Sorcerer Radio. So what's new this week on Disney Plus and what have we got to look forward to this next two weeks actually? I'm going to try and cram two weeks quite as briefly as I can into this segment. Well, this last week we got new episodes of Turner and Hooch, the first episode of Marvel's What If, and the final episode in the first season of The Bad Batch, so let's have a look at those in a bit more detail. I'm going to start with What If this week, because I absolutely love this very first episode. It centres around the alternate history of Captain America and Captain Carter, and it's just absolutely brilliant, and they've done an amazing job with not only the animation style, and yes, it took me a little while to get used to the animation style, but not not long at all i would say but the voice acting work that's in it is absolutely brilliant and i love that they've brought back many of these original actors to voice these characters in the what if series as well but i wanted to just take a second to well more than a second to, to just to talk about the captain carter character and they've done an absolutely brilliant job with this and how they were able to introduce captain carter as kind of the main character for this episode and hopefully hopefully we get to see more of captain carter in future episodes as well because her character has been 
absolutely brilliant in this first episode and i feel that they really achieved in what they set out to do with this story which is introducing not only the multiverse but also alternate versions of these characters that we have encountered throughout the mcu so far and i think the character of captain carter was a brilliant way to be able to start this off so much so that I was talking with people over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord that uh, I would really like to be able to see a live-action version of Captain Carter brought into the MCU. And the only way that you can really accomplish this is by bringing in Hayley Atwell. And Hayley Atwell's done an absolutely brilliant job in the MCU so far. And she's a brilliant actress. And I just think that if we're able to bring her to the big screen as Captain Carter in a future MCU project, whether it's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which would be a perfect way to be able to bring her into the MCU, or whether it's another future project, I think that she would be able to bring some real life into this character, and I just think that she would just do really good things with it as much as uh, Chris Evans did with Captain America, or even more so, and I really hope that we'll be able to get to see not only more of the animated Captain Carter in the What If series, but also hopefully on the big screen or even on the small screen in live action form as well. So uh, I'm crossing my fingers for that one because she did an absolutely brilliant job with this. And I'm really looking forward to future episodes of What If. Of course, we've got new episodes coming each week on Wednesdays at the moment. So uh, yeah, we'll be tuning into those as they're uh, coming on soon. Sorry, I just heard one of my kids shouting in the background then. I'm recording this part of the show during the day as i usually do so my wife's getting the kids bath and things at the moment so i just heard one of them shouting in the background so that probably came onto the audio as well they can't be quiet bless them i love them to bits but they can't be quiet we also watched the most recent episode of turner and hooch this week again and again i'm really enjoying this series i just really loved the character development of just turner and hooch i feel that some of the side characters are a little bit underutilized and i do feel that we should get to see those a little bit more and i think that we will as the series progresses but uh, yeah i'm just really enjoying just the camaraderie between turner and hooch but also the character development between turner and the other characters around him as well so uh, i'm looking forward to seeing where this series goes and i'm really looking forward to just the, the the subplot more than anything about his father's death and how that came about and yeah just just finding out out a little bit more and i really hope that we just get to explore this in more detail because it's turning out to be a, a really good subplot even if the main plot is turner and hooch and his progression at the uh, police department or whatever it is it no it's uh, u.s marshal's office so yeah i'm really looking forward to be able to find out more information about his father so yeah I'm really enjoying this series. When I recorded this segment last week, we didn't actually watch Monsters at Work from last week, but actually we've watched both of them this week. I said that we'd probably end up doing that. We didn't watch them both on the same day, but uh, we just kind of spread them out through the week. Seems as we've had plenty of time at home with the kids. It's just been nice to be able to just catch up on some of these things but no i really enjoyed it and i've i've enjoyed finding out more about the uh, miffed team and uh, just just finding out more about how we got to that point at the end of monsters inc where like laugh power was uh, like all the rage and powering the city and this that and the other we didn't see that right at the very beginning of the series because we kind of picked up directly after like the events of monsters inc before kind of laugh power had taken over and i, I wouldn't 
be surprised if we maybe find out that uh, that scene is maybe the last scene in this first series, but I'm really enjoying it. And I think my favourite of the two episodes, of course, like I said, I didn't watch last the previous week's episode, but of course we watched both this week. But in the most recent episode, we got to be reintroduced to the adorable snowman. And I absolutely loved seeing this character on the screen. And I think that they did a really brilliant job with not only bringing him back to the screen for this episode, but also setting up his future appearances as well. And they did a really good of, uh, job of like tying in back to Monsters University as well, where they talked about the adorable snowman or the abominable snowman, however you want to word him. But in this series, we're going to call him the adorable snowman. And they did a really good job with tying him back to Mike and Sully and working in the mail room and things like that. So I'm really looking forward to hopefully seeing his character pop up again a couple more times throughout the series as well. And finally, I wanted to talk about the Bad Batch season one finale, actually. So uh, it's quite a good job tying that one in there. I, I really enjoyed this series and, and I know it had a bit of a stumbling block early on for me particularly and I don't know whether I, if I was to go back and watch it again I'd maybe see other things that kind of tied it into the rest of the series as a whole but I just really enjoyed this series just in general and I think I would have preferred if it was like a live action series but I know there's a lot more money and production time that goes into live action series although cgi i suppose that it still takes quite a bit of time but uh, no just in general i just really enjoyed finding out what happened directly after the rise of the empire and seeing it through the eyes of the bad batch or clone force 99 or however we want to word them i just feel that it was a really well done way of showing this and i'm really looking forward to picking up with these characters back in season two and i think they did a really good way of setting up where they left off with one of the other characters in the series as well. I don't really want to spoil it too much because if people are watching it now or have maybe waited for the series to be finished, I don't want to spoil like the overall story. Uh, but I think that they were able to wrap it up really well with one of the other characters in the series. And I hope that we get to revisit that connection with one of those other characters in season two as well. But uh, only time will tell on that one. Hopefully we'll be able to get to see it some point early or mid next year. I don't know what development has been done on that yet, but... Uh, crossing my fingers that we won't have too long to wait on it because I did really enjoy it. And I think I'm probably now going to go back and watch probably Clone Wars and also Rebels from the beginning because whilst I've seen many of the episodes, I haven't seen them all and I didn't follow either of them all the way through from beginning to end. And I think that I will probably do that now that uh, The Bad Batch is finished. I'll probably start with Clone Wars all the way finish that and then start on rebels because uh, i really want to find out more about kind of like the in canon official expanded universe as well i know i read a lot of the books and also the audio books and things like that but i'd like to find out more about these other characters in the star wars universe as well so uh, yeah that's my next task and i might add that to my friday schedule now that the bad batch is over for the first season Moving on to this next week, though, starting on Wednesday, we'll see the release of a new, another new episode of Turner and Hooch, Marvel's What If, Monsters at Work, The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, and Chip and Dale's Park Life. We'll also see the addition of all ten episodes of Diary of a Future President Season 2, and an episode of Growing Up Animal. National Geographic actually released a trailer for the uh, Growing Up Animal series over on their YouTube channel earlier this week as well, so if you're 
want to check that out, just head over to National Geographic's YouTube channel and you'll be able to find that. It looks like a really interesting series and it might be one that I'll tune into, actually. I do enjoy some of these types of uh, like docu-series, so I think I'll probably follow along, follow along with it. If not, uh, like as it's released, then maybe I'll watch it all after their first series has come to a close but uh, yeah it looks quite good actually over in the u.s you'll see two new episodes of caesar milan better human better dog five episodes from season two of disney's the owl house dr oakley's yukon vet season nine and life below the next generation seasons one and two whilst over in the uk we'll see mixed dish season one episode one bless the hearts season two episode two the x-files seasons 10 and 11 Ancient China from Above, Wild Argentina, Brain Games Season 8, Ultimate Supercar Season 1, Big City Green Season 2, Episodes 45 through 60, Gigantosaurus Year 2, Episodes 36 through 46, The Accident Episodes 1 through 4, Last Man Standing Season 9, Episode 4, and American Dad Season 17, Episode 7. On Friday in the US, you'll also see the addition of the movie Aragon, about a farm boy who stumbles upon a dragon egg. He befriends the dragon cub and rides it only to realise that he's destined to be a dragon rider, who must save his people from an evil king. And over in the UK, we'll see War of the Worlds Season 2, Episode 6, the Love Victor Season 2 finale, and the Grownish Season 3 finale. We'll also see the addition of National Geographic's Chasing Equinox, and the movie is 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later, Spy, Remy and Michelle's High School Reunion, Hidalgo, and the 30 for 30 special, Survive and Advance. And as I am going to be away next weekend, as I have mentioned, I will take a brief look at the following week. I'll try to be as brief as possible with it, of course. On Wednesday, we'll see the addition of the next five episodes of Behind the Attraction, also, the Disney Gallery, the Mandalorian Season 2 finale special, which I spoke about a few weeks back. And more new episodes of all the Disney Plus series from the previous week. In the US, you'll also get Dr. K's Exotic Animal ER Season 9, Gigantosaurus Year 2, and 12 episodes of Wicked Tuna Season 10. Over here in the UK, our following week will actually start on Monday, with the start of the 11th season of The Walking Dead. So I'm looking forward to being able to hopefully catch up on The Walking Dead from when I left off with it, and maybe catch up to Season 11 at some point. But on Wednesday, we'll see McCartney 321, New episodes of the Disney Plus and Star Original series from the previous week. Also, Ice Road Rescue Season 4. Lost Cities with Albert Lin. Four episodes of Mickey Mouse Mix-Up Adventures Year 3. Bunked Year 5. Baghdad Central and The Informer Season 1. And then moving on to Friday, we'll see the global access release of Cruella on Disney+. Plus. I know that my wife's really looking forward to being able to see this, and it coincides with a long weekend for us here in the UK as well, so hopefully we'll be able to get to watch it on that long weekend at some point. Also on the 27th, we'll see Disney Princesses Remixed and Ultimate Princess Celebration. And in the US, you'll get to see the release of movies Underdog and Dan in Real Life. Whilst over in the UK, we'll see more episodes of Disney and Star original series, as well as The Buried Truth of Maya, Snoopy and Charlie Brown, a Peanuts movie, Confessions of a Shopaholic, Wall Street and Wall Street's Money Never Sleeps, and finally, we'll also see Vacation Friends, which I spoke about a week or two ago as well. I'm really looking forward to that movie as well. I don't think we'll get to watch Cruella and this all in one weekend, but you never know. I'll uh, certainly give it a go if we're able to. 
And that seems to be about it for the next two weeks. Of course, things are subject to change. I usually try to only do one week at a time because sometimes things can change at the last minute. In fact, with some series, they can change week on week or even with a couple of days' notice, as we saw with the Turner and Hooch release schedule. But uh, yeah, hopefully that this will be it. And if there are any changes, I'll maybe pick it up in the next episode after my little break. But what are you most looking forward to? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, which is plus the word plus. Or even over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Even though I'm going to be awake, I will probably stay tuned into the Discord throughout that time. I may not be able to tune into Sorcerer Radio throughout that time because like I say we're going to be away and there will be a wedding in the middle of it all as well. Uh, and there will be some travel days, but I will be sure to try and stay tuned into the Discord whilst I'm away, and if anyone's got any comments, just leave them for me in there, of course. Also, you can catch me over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Facebook. Coming up next, though, we've got the Weekly Movie Club. Good day, everyone. It's come to our attention that listening to the sounds of Sorcerer Radio can make one tap their feet and hum a familiar tune, even causing one to smile. Have you caught the sensation yet? Listen now at srsounds.com. This tape will now self-destruct. Well, I hope it won't self-destruct. We've got the weekly movie club to to get to now. As I mentioned earlier, this past week's movie club has been the one and only Ivan. So if you've not seen the one and only Ivan before, this is your spoiler warning. So if you don't want to be spoiled... Pause the show, watch the film, and come back and join me for the rest of the podcast after you've seen it. Now though, with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into the movie. The film takes place in 1973, where Ivan, who is a silverback western lowland gorilla, lives in an enclosure at the Big Top Mall. He performs for the owner, Mac, alongside other performers, including a wise and nurturing elephant named Stella, Mac's spoilt pet poodle, Snickers, a chicken named Henrietta, a toy firetruck riding rabbit named Murphy, and a paranoid sea lion called Frankie, as well as a parrot named Thelma. Ivan's main friend is a stray dog called Bob, who secretly lives in his enclosure, unless Mac has the security guard, Costello, chase him out. Mac's janitor, George, often brings his daughter, Julia, to interact with Ivan. One day, Julia leaves her old crayons with Ivan, who begins taking an interest in drawing with them. At first, Julia is the only one who can understand Ivan's drawings, and what they mean. The Big Top Mall begins losing business, much to Mac's concern. However, he becomes excited for a potential increase in business when he purchases a baby elephant named Ruby from a bankrupt circus, and Ruby helps to draw back a crowd. Ruby is placed in Stella's enclosure so that Stella can take care of her and teach her as well. Ivan is hesitant to accept Ruby at first, especially when she begins to pry into his personal life. When Stella becomes weaker and unable to perform, Ivan gives Ruby encouragement to embrace the crowd on her own. One day, Ruby asks Ivan to tell her a story, and Ivan reveals how Mac and his wife Helen adopted him when he was only a baby. As Ivan got bigger, Mac became forgiving of his animalistic behaviour, but Helen left them out of frustration. Mac eventually purchased them all and turned it into a circus. Stella asks Ivan to look after Ruby, to make sure she is free before she then passes away. Mac begins to train Ruby for the circus, which upsets Ivan, and he decides to find a way to free her. One day, Mac finds one of Ivan's drawings and decides to make it his next big act. But despite the publicity in the news, Ivan refuses to cooperate. At night, Ivan and Bob trick Costello to free them and Ruby. At Ruby's urging, Henrietta, Murphy, Frankie and Thelma are also released. 
and the animals free the big top mole to escape into the forest on the other side of the highway, while Snickers remains behind. In the escape, Murphy's toy fire truck is destroyed by a car, as Murphy is rescued by Ivan. To their disappointment, the forest is just an intersection, and they are surrounded by more city. Alerted by Costello, Mac manages to bring the animals back, while stating to Ivan that he's putting Ruby's life at risk, and tries to keep their escape a secret. After these events, Ruby asks Ivan to tell her another story. At Bob's urging, Ivan finally explains how he used to live in the jungle with other gorillas. Ivan, who was once known as a child as Mud, loved to make drawings in the mud and play with his sister Tag, who loved to play Tag, if you haven't guessed that. Ivan was unfortunately separated from his family when poachers came, and he reveals that he hasn't seen any other gorillas since that day, as George is informed by Mac to keep this incident from reaching the press, whilst he also mentions that he fired Callisto. Julia sympathetically gives Ivan some finger paints. This enables Ivan to paint a mural on his enclosure window. The next day, visitors come to the mall, as well as a reporter named Candace Taylor, who has heard about the possible escape and decides to film the show. Ivan's mural is a recreation of a forest and a lake. This is then seen by the crowd who absolutely love it. Julia believes that Ivan wants to be free and tells this to Candace. Soon protesters arrive demanding the release of the animals. Mac finally gives in and decides to shut down the mall. As Henrietta, Murphy, Thelma and Frankie are taken away, Mac has one final moment with Ivan thanking him for his time, whilst allowing Bob to have one final time with Ivan. Ivan is taken to a big gorilla enclosure at the Atlanta Zoo by Dr. Maya Wilson, where he is reunited with other gorillas. To his surprise, his enclosure is actually right next to the elephant enclosure, where Ruby is with other elephants. Ivan assures Stella's spirit that Ruby is safe under his watch now. During the credits, photos and footage of the real Ivan is shown, along with a summary of his life. And in a mid-credits scene, Ivan is greeted by Bob, who has been adopted by Julia and George, who come to visit the enclosure along with Mac to check up on Ivan. The one and only Ivan was released on August 21st, 2020, and as such, this next week will actually be its first anniversary. It was originally scheduled for a theatrical release on August 14th, 2020. However, due to the global COVID pandemic, theatres around the world were being closed, Disney pulled its theatre release and instead opted for the release to be exclusively on Disney+. Plus. As such, we don't actually have an estimated box office performance, as of course it didn't receive a box office release. In November of 2020, it was reported that The One and Only Ivan was the 27th most streamed movie of 2020, up until that point of course, with Disney's Hamilton taking the top spot, which also released on Disney+. Plus. The One and Only Ivan is actually based on a children's book of the same name, and both of these are based on the true story of Ivan the Gorilla, who lived as an attraction in the B&I Shopping Centre in Tacoma, Washington. And Tacoma is actually the hometown of our friend Nicole, who hosts DW60 along with her husband, Jeff Davis. Now, of course, you can catch DW60 on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 8am and 7pm Eastern. The story of the real Ivan, though, is slightly different, where in 1987, the animal rights group, Paws, were upset at the conditions which Ivan lived, and began to campaign on his behalf. Paws encouraged the community of Tacoma and other nearby cities to protest and to boycott the BNI shopping centre. The community collected signatures, raised and donated money to Paws, 
took out newspaper ads and raised $30,000 to buy Ivan from the BNI Shopping Centre to be rehomed within Seattle's Woodland Park Zoo. In 1991, National Geographic Explorer aired a documentary titled The Urban Gorilla. The film featured Ivan in his small enclosure and another gorilla named Willie B., who had previously been living in similar conditions, but had since been released in a large zoo habitat and was relearning naturalistic gorilla behaviour. The contrast between these two gorillas was so pronounced that overnight Ivan became a national animal welfare concern. His story was covered by several publications, including People and The New Yorker. And in 1994, due largely to the successful campaign work by Paws and the national public outcry, BNI gave up their rights to Ivan, and the gorilla was gifted to the Woodland Park Zoo, who registered Ivan in the Species Survival Plan for Gorillas. The film was originally announced on April 9th, 2014. Alison Shermer, who was a producer on the film, passed away in January of 2018 due to lung cancer, and the film was dedicated in her name. Filming began on May 1st, 2018 in Lakeland, Florida, with locations including Southgate Shopping Centre and Resurrection Catholic Church. And these locations actually aren't far from where one of our listeners, Kenzie, actually goes to college as well, so we're keeping it all within the Sorcerer Radio family with this film. And finally, the film actually has an all-star cast, although you may not know it from the amount of voice actors. Of course, the film stars Brian Cranston, starring as Mac, but also voices from Sam Rockwell, Angelina Jolie, Danny DeVito and Helen Mirren, along with many more. Jolie was actually also a producer on the film. But that's about it for the film. Sorry, there aren't as many facts as usual. I actually scoured the internet, and because it's based on a true story, a lot of the information that I was brought up with, of course, is based on the original uh, children's book, or also the original story, of course. And it was a really interesting story to be able to read. And I do encourage you to maybe pick up the book, or maybe just do your own research as well, and look more into the story of the original Ivan. And I think this film really does honour to that story in some, in many different ways. And whilst this story is primarily for entertainment in its film format, of course, the original story of Ivan and uh, what that uh, legacy of Ivan stood for is something that we should all think about. And I don't agree with animals being kept in small enclosures. They should be kept in as close to their natural habitats as possible but with gorillas such as Ivan, who are in some cases an endangered species, they shouldn't be kept in these small enclosures. They should be protected by these zoos and these wildlife conservation parks. There are places near us. We have a place called Yorkshire Wildlife Park nearby, and they have uh, lions and tigers and gorillas and things there, and they're really doing their best to be able to provide as natural a habitat as possible for these animals, whilst also caring for them as well. And I don't agree with circuses and places like that that keep these big animals in these very small enclosures, regardless of how much they say that they look after them. And I may be going into a much deeper <laughs> deeper conversation about this than I really probably ought to be doing. I mean, I'm talking about a film, but uh, I, I just wanted to express my opinion. And, and as I've said with many other things before, my opinion isn't necessarily the right opinion. It's just my opinion. But I do think that this film did very good at being able to showcase that 
and showcase that what's best for these animals isn't to be in these small enclosures and that for the health and well-being of these animals they should be in more natural habitats and I say I just think that they did a very good job with this regardless of whether you enjoy the film just for being a film and enjoying the story I think that the deeper message behind it was what's most important to me and uh, hopefully you all share a similar opinion if not the same of course um, but I say everyone's entitled to their own opinions and I'm never going to force my view onto anyone it's just my point of view and that's what I'm here to be able to describe to you of course. But what did you have to say? As always, ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and also over on my social media for people to be able to share their comments in the film. So let's see what you had to say this week. Brandon over in the Discord said, I've never seen this movie before just watching it. Whilst I didn't really know what to expect, I was kind of surprised when I found out it was about a circus animal. He says, I think I expected Ivan to be some human character of some kind. I maybe expected some kind of superhero movie. Nonetheless, though, I did enjoy this movie. Tim over on Instagram said, I watched this movie about a month ago, so I I didn't watch it this last week. But when I did watch it, I really enjoyed it. And I felt that the story was very inspiring and actually led me to pick up the book and learn more about Ivan and other gorillas similar. I think what Tim says there really hits the nail on the head for me, actually, because once I started researching like some facts about this movie and then going into the story of Ivan and other gorillas similar, I just started down this rabbit hole of researching not just about Ivan, but about other gorillas like him. And I, I just think that... It just makes you think that a little bit more about it. But thank you very much for your comments this week. It's always nice to be able to read these comments, of course. Now, though, let's see what the guys over at Dizhiz had to say about the one and only Ivan. So, over to those guys. Diz is Diz is Review. Review. So, have you guys have you guys watched the movie? Be honest. It's okay. I have not watched the movie, but you know what? I was just looking it up, and I do want to watch this movie. I, I totally forgot it came out, and I totally forgot that it was on uh, Disney+. Plus. I guess it doesn't show up on my Disney+, Plus as a movie we should watch. Like, there's mm-hmm. no, like, title for it or whatever. Because if I saw it, and I knew Brian Cranston was in it, I definitely would have watched it. And then mm-hmm. looking at the people in it, <laughs> Sam Rockwell is Ivan. Ivan's the monkey, the gorilla, right? Yeah. So Sam Rockwell is the gorilla. That's amazing. Yeah. I love Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Yes. That's amazing. I think uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. I'll watch it. So Danny DeVito's me, in it. Like, are you serious? So I'm not sure if you guys know this. I'm not. Sure, Jen, you might remember, but a couple years ago, it's a book first, right? It was a book. And did Nathan? Did he read it? I don't it was remember. A, so in Florida, there we have. There's a group. There's like a bunch of books. There's probably about 15 books every year, and it's called the Sunshine State Books, right? What's so funny, Alex? This the first sentence is like, in Florida. We have a couple of books. Yeah, we do. It's called well, it's couple. called the Sun- just a couple in Florida. It's called oh, the Sunshine uh, State Readers. Yes, it was so one of those. It was one of those, right? And at my school, it was voted the most popular book. Like, so there's like 15 books, right? We all read the books. We get little tokens for reading the books. I read the books also with the kids. So I can talk about it with the kids, right? Hey, name a couple of the main characters. They get points from blah blah blah. We have a party at the end of the year. And I eat a bunch of ice cream. The kids think it's funny. I go in there and put like this, this, this tear up the ice cream. The kids are like, oh, look at Mr. I eating all the ice cream. I'm putting all the toppings on it, whatever. But that book won. Uh, and then we take a vote for their the school's most most favorite Sunshine State book. That book won for our school. 
but also one for the schools in Florida, right? Because the Sunshine State book is a Florida author. So the movie's good. I enjoyed it. It did the book justice. Um, That's important. Yeah, yeah. When you're talking about that, that kind of exposure, that's really important. Mm -hmm. Uh, But definitely enjoyable, has a good message. Definitely recommend it. You know, if you, if not only that, I mean, I give it a four out of five, uh, like a review. Uh, Definitely a good watch, especially watch with kids. So, and it's that one message. It kind of reminds me of Charlotte's Web in a way, but it's not really, it's not like Charlotte's Web, but it kind of reminds me because the animals, how they're kind of like working together and stuff like that. So is it appropriate for Emma? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely appropriate for Emma, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. I just watched E.T. with her. So I think. What'd she think? She loved it. Did she see E.T. dying in a river? She did. That's part of it. That's part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that part. That's like a big thing in our chat is that. We don't remember that part in E.T. where he's not, he, like, he's in a river. Yeah, yeah. I guess he is in a river. Do you remember that part, Jen? I do. Yeah, he's trying to get water, I guess, and he fell. No. So. But she wasn't scared at all? No, she wasn't scared. She likes all these, she likes weird movies. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear more from Alex, Joe, and Jen? Go to DizHiz.com. Thank you very much, guys. Remember, you can catch them on Fridays over on Sorcerer Radio at 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord or over on any of my posts over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club. Of course, plus is the word plus. Or you can also catch my comments over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Also, if you ever want to leave me an audio message, you can do so over on my Anchor page at anchor.fm forward slash the D plus club. And if you're enjoying the show, you can also now show your support by donating a coffee. As I've said on many occasions, I often record and edit my podcast between about 8pm and midnight. So I'm usually drinking coffee throughout that time to be able to stay awake. So if you'd like to donate a coffee, you can do so at ko-fi.com forward slash the D plus club. I'm actually quite early today, actually. It's about 10 past nine at the moment. Of course, I did record this in two segments. So I recorded it earlier when my wife was getting the kids bath and everything. And my wife is actually in the living room at the moment watching a TV show or film or something. She's got her AirPods in, so we can't hear the TV. She can probably hear me, though. I think she's only got one in. So uh, she'll probably be listening to this maybe on uh, her car radio afterwards. And it's like Inception, listening to me, listening to her. Anyway, you get the idea. Remember, though, I am away this next weekend, so there will be no podcast next weekend. And of course, this next movie will actually run over two weeks. Speaking of the next movie, though, we'll be returning to our MCU series for Iron Man 3. And that will run through till Sunday, the 29th of August. Until then, though, hopefully you have a good couple of weeks. I'll make sure to post some photos from our time away over on my social media. Thank you very much for tuning in this week, and I hope you can tune in to the next episode. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.